Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. So tonight, we are going to be picking up in the 16th chapter of Mark, where we left off last week, and uh, we're talking about believe and embrace, two things you need to do. And this is part three, and it's about signs and wonders. Let me tell you good news and bad news, okay? Let me give you some good news and some bad news. Here, here's the good news and the bad news all wrapped in one statement. Signs and wonders are going to be coming uh, more than we have seen before. That's the good news and the bad news. Okay? You'll know a little bit more about that here as we get into our lesson tonight. Uh, it's wonderful to see signs and wonders, but Jesus was very concerned about this time and this season of the last days that we're in. He was concerned because people are so moved by signs and wonders. And he said it was a, be a very difficult time and that we did not need to be confused and he did not want us to be deceived because it's one of the most powerful and one of the most powerfully deceptive times that the world would ever have. So much so he said that, that even the very elect of God were in danger of being deceived with signs and wonders. And yet God is about to release more signs and wonders through, through his Holy Spirit and through the church and through workers and through faith. We are, we, we are seeing a ramping up of this even now worldwide and, and just things that are in, you know, inexplicable uh, that are God. But for everything God does, you know, uh, the devil has a counterfeit. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's necessary that we teach the body of Christ and individuals and churches and, and organizations how to stay on track when things get so wonderful and powerful and good. Because, you know, seeking God whenever you don't have anything to eat and seeking God on your deathbed is really a pretty no-brainer. You know, it, 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 yeah, that's, that, that's pretty easy. But what do you do whenever you have more blessings and, and more resources and, and you're seeing things that you haven't seen? Then, 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 then uh, you know, are we connected to what God is doing? Are we uh, make sure, like the Apostle John said, that we are not just being spiritual, but make sure that we are connected to what God is doing because it can look the same. You know, the devil quoted scripture to Jesus, trying to get Jesus to do some things. I mean, he knows the word of God and he was trying to fool even the word of God with the word of God. Isn't that amazing? And, uh, you know, uh, I guess he thought it would work. And, uh, you know, the devil um, knows, you know, please, if you have never believed in a personal devil, get some faith. There is one. Okay. And he knows what hurts you, what makes you afraid. He knows what worries you. He knows what tempts you. And he puts together a designer temptation for each one of you. 
Okay, there, there are some great temptations that are blanket temptations in the world. But he also manifests with a temptation that you're most likely to go for, that is in your weak spot, in your area of, 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 of desire or need. And we have to be really watchful for these things. You know, the, the, uh, one of the signs on the road to defeat, it reads, this can't happen to me. It can't happen to me. And we must realize that, that the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith because he is your adversary. Okay? And he is a formidable adversary. And he came to Jesus when Jesus was hungry and he offered him a way to get bread. He came to Jesus when Jesus was at a moment of ministry and offered him a way to, to, uh, to become the king of all the kingdoms of this world. He came to Jesus when Jesus was at a moment when, 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 when Jesus was revealing himself in measure as the son of God. And he came and tempted him with scripture to prove he was the son of God. And here's how you can do it. I mean, he was, these were designer temptations. These were for Jesus in his moment. In, a, in, the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, this pressure, these, these, this, this, this crying out, this prayer that Jesus was praying, it was, it, it was because there was a specific thing Jesus was facing. And the temptation that Jesus had was to, was to uh, you know, wonder, is this the will of God or not? Should I resist the cross or not? Is this the time or not? I mean, these are questions that we have and don't think for one moment that, that the devil is, is not uh, uh, smart enough to know your DNA and what people like you like, okay? Because he's, he's not just been around a long time. He was the anointed cherub created by the hand of God, perhaps third in command of all the universe. Okay. He's no dummy. Okay. He's tripped up. Smarter people than you, more spiritual people than you. We need to be on our toes. That's what the Bible says. Be sober, be vigilant because you have an enemy, the devil, who walks around looking for those whom he may devour. Wow. Okay. And if your appetite and if your amazement and if your allegiance, if you find it connected to demonstration or signs and wonders instead of the word, signs and wonders are going to happen. But it's the word we have to be committed to. Amen. Yes. Am I making any sense?
it'll make sense as we go through this word, okay? Two weeks ago, we, we really began reading from this passage of scriptures. And we, so far in two weeks, we've done two verses. I'm going to try to do a third one tonight, maybe half of a third one, okay? So let's just jump into Mark 16 with both feet then. Uh, and and, and try, I'll, I'll try to keep from commenting on the first two verses. And Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall, shall be saved, will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. Let's hold there for just a moment. These signs... Now, here's the culmination. Here's the outcropping. Here's the result, Jesus said, of us going into all the world, which the disciples did that, and, and, and the word of God has been spread around the world, and, 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 and the, the, the result of that is that people have believed and have been saved. They have embraced Jesus. They believed and they have embraced the message, okay? They believed and confessed. They believed and were baptized. They believed and embraced. And there uh, to God, making their, 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 their faith confession to God and their faithful confession to man. You know, identifying with Christ in the earth and uh, by faith in God. And so here people all over the earth are saved. And this is what Jesus said would happen when men and women began to believe and embrace the word of God. Whenever men and women were getting born again, whenever they believed in their heart and confessed with their mouth and identified with Christ and he covered their sins and they were raised to walk in the newness of life and filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, these these signs will follow those who believe. Now, uh, believers, let me tell you this concept of, 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 of what believing really means. It means those who are all in, okay? Now, you, you can't just get one foot into salvation. You can't just get one foot. You, you, you can't. You cannot live a victorious Christian life with one foot in the world and one foot in the church. But he's talking about people who are all in, people who are believing, as opposed to the opposite of the word believe, to be lie. People who are living something that's a lie. They, 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 they believe or they say they believe one thing, but they're living something different. When people's lives are out of sync, whenever the church of the living God is out of sync, whenever we are, are, are uh, preachers are out of sync, whenever we're preaching better than we're living, Hello? Whenever you are believing better than you're living. Whenever you're believing more than you're living. When we do that, we are belying our Christianity. It doesn't mean we aren't saved. It doesn't mean we aren't going to heaven. It just means that we are operating in a, in a lesser capacity, in a, in a, in a, in a lesser, um, uh, if you will, uh, dispensational or, 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 or dimensional reality, wherever you may fall in, in, in those uh, eschatological places. I don't, I don't even care. All I know is this, the closer and the more I get you know, with Jesus and the longer I spend time with him, the more results I see from my life, the more, the more purity I see in my mind, the more hope I have in my 
in, in my heart, the more joy I see in my relationships, the more productivity I see behind me. Things just work out better. It doesn't mean I don't have trouble. It just means that trouble doesn't have me. And it means that I'm able to have joy in the midst of difficulties. And it means that I'm able to see through uh, some of the problems that I used to only you know, walk, you know, walk in because of, of, of a real relationship with Jesus, which is a product of a daily lifestyle. It's a product of, 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 of spending time with him. It's a, it's a product of living life on purpose. You see, this life by any measure is short. By any means, it's short. You know, 150, 175 years, you know, it, it still be short by any measure. And yet we put so much and invest so much into believing that this is where it's all at. We do everything we can to stay here as we should. But yet we, if we're not watchful, we can belie our faith and live so far beneath what God wants us to hope. And we, we, we can't make things happen. But we can certainly position ourselves so that God not only uh, can, but, but uh, does move through us. I, I wish I could turn God off and on like a spigot, but I can't. However, I can soak him in and watch him pour out. But it's all by God. Here, Jesus is saying, these signs, he's going to enumerate some signs. These signs will follow those who are living the life they believe. Be live. They're, they're living what they be. Now, it's important to note what Jesus said and what Jesus did not say. Sometimes you have to look at a scripture in order to fully let it shock you into reality. In order to let the word of God make its impact in your life, at times you need to look and see what he didn't say. Now, Jesus said, signs follow believers. He did not say, believers follow signs. Signs follow believers. Believers do not follow signs. Okay? Now, this was something that, that Jesus talked a lot about, a whole lot about. It was one of his greater concerns for you and for me, especially, uh, you know, those that would live in the last days. You might say, oh, you know, you think it's the last days? Yeah, I think it's your last days. <laughs> I think it's the only days you have, you know. One thing's for certain, I'm one day closer today than I was yesterday. Now, how long does the last days last? Well, I don't know. I don't know how long you last, but you know, we have but one life. And everyone we meet has but one life. One life for us to share and one life for them to hear. Signs follow believers, believers do not follow signs. Now, Jesus said in Luke 21, if you, you know, just, you, you can read up here, Luke 21, uh, and Jesus said, take heed that you not be deceived. 
Now he's talking about in Luke 21, the end days. He's, 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 he's talking about times that were yet to come, at least 2,000 years from them. But he's also talking to people in every generation because every generation is going to see a manifestation of a move of God. Every, every generation will. Not every individual will participate. Not every individual will observe. Not every individual will, will you know, uh, 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 you know uh, see it. But every generation will. And here he's saying, Jesus said, now listen, take heed, be watchful, listen, be, be, be focused, pay some attention here that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, I am the Messiah, and the time has drawn near. He said, but listen, don't go after them. I was studying this couple of weeks ago, I had stayed up late. It was on a Sunday night, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. I was on my computer studying and reading the word of God and looking at this scripture and just trying to get everything I could out of it. And uh, it was probably about midnight, I'm guessing, something like that. Might have been midnight 45. And Brenda was already in bed and she was listening to YouTube and she was watching preaching on YouTube. I guess I wasn't enough that day. I don't know. <laughs> but she was, <laughs> she has, as she often does, she you know, fills herself up with the word of God constantly and I appreciate that. And she was there listening to preachers and, 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 and watching uh, uh, you know, uh, people uh, uh, we are, and she is specifically very interested in healing. And so she was watching some healing services, people being healed and people being prayed for. You know, every day we, we uh, expect her eyes to be just completely whole. I mean, it's an expectation. You know, we, 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 we talk about it, we pray about it, and, 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 it, and it will happen. But uh, there she's, you know, nighttime watching YouTube, listening to different preachers and watching different movies. You know how YouTube does. It'll send you to a next one. It'll send you to a next one. It'll send you to a next one. And here in just a moment, I was asking the Lord, Lord is, uh, I, I was reading that, uh, you know, take heed that this Luke 21, if they say he's here, don't go, you know, and the Lord and I were, were having a conversation about the end times anyway and, and, and how as a shepherd I could protect the church and protect the sheep and, and protect other pastors because I also uh, am, am, am a counselor to a lot of other pastors here and around the world. And how can I help us to stay on track? Because I believe the power of God is coming and I believe that, 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 uh, that the devil is going to do his best to capitalize on that. And I don't want to lose any of it. I want to see the manifestation of, 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 of God. I want to see the revelation of God. I want to see things happening, but how in the world do we uh, protect the purity of this and making sure that we don't get, you know, off, off, you know, uh, following some trail. And so, um, all of a sudden, and she's got this up loud enough, you know, just barely loud enough for me to hear. And, uh, some, uh, it, it took her to a next one and the next one, she said, Whoa, you got to see this. I said, no, I, I don't want to see it. She said, whoa, I mean, there's uh, people are just falling everywhere. And I said, no, I, I don't want to see it. I said, I can feel it. Uh, that's, that's, that, that, that's not, and I was just talking about God, about things that are and aren't God. How will we know? I just knew. 
I said, I said no, wait, wait, listen. That's, just, that's not the Lord. I don't even know who the individual was, but it was, um, and it was just, you know, it, it, it looked like this huge, mighty move of signs and wonders. And, 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 and then they began to say, look, there's the appearing of Jesus. Look here. And, and she said, oh, my goodness. You know, uh, there on the video, she could see, you know, um, an, an image of an, an angels or Jesus. Or something. And, and I said, no, I said, I said, Brenda, look, look, wait, wait. I said, I, I want you to stop looking at it. And I want you to listen to it. I had the advantage of not seeing it. All I was was listening to it. So I wasn't being moved by what I was seeing. And that voice, and it was, it was like 10 in my ears. And, and it, it was amazing. It must have been amazing. I never did see it. But I said, stop and listen. Listen, listen to what's saying. You know what they were saying? You've got to come here. Jesus is here. He's over here. You got to get here. You got to get here. You got to get here. You got to come here. You got to get here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. But he's manifesting through whoever the uh, individual was. And he is the one. If you can come here and get him, if you can get him, if he will lay, you've got to hear him. You've got to see him. And if it's swat and begin building up this individual instead of, uh, I, I said, Brenda, now listen, just listen. And she did. She said, oh my goodness, I hear it. I said, who are they exalting? Well, they're, they're, they're exalting this guy. They're trying to get you to come to see this guy and they're saying that that Jesus is there and I mean I'm just reading this scripture about you know when I said listen Brenda I'm just reading this and talking to God about it. whenever you know you can find anything on the internet by the way but isn't it amazing that God just knew, knew what was going to one after one after one after one and got to that one in that moment so that he, he could confirm to me that this is a word for the season because a lot of people are going to see a lot of things that are very enticing and very and you know I mean who among us does not want to to, you know, uh, 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 see uh, Jesus walking in a crowd. But Jesus said, it won't be me. If they say it's me, don't be deceived. If they say it's me, do not go. Oh my goodness. How much plainer could Jesus have spoken to me? So that in days to come, we can make sure that we don't run off somewhere because Jesus had been manifesting there so we can see him and don't think it's not going to happen. Well, in fact, it's happening now. Crowds, it was, it was, it, it, it's just, just amazing. Matthew, the 24th chapter, verse 24. Jesus speaking now out of Matthew. We, we read about it in Luke. He said, for false Christ, this is Jesus warning his disciples to make sure that other people, false Christ and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive in an effort to deceive. False Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive if possible, even those who are founded and grounded and rooted and settled and established in the word of almighty God, even the elect. Now you might say, preacher, hold on something. Are you preaching against signs and wonders? No, I'm preaching for them. I'm preaching for the ones that come from God because I know they are coming. But don't think for a moment that the devil's going to be happy with us chasing Jesus everywhere when Jesus is the one that's manifesting in reality. He would like to offer us a false Christ doing signs and wonders 
Because he knows that a lot of people, a lot of God's people are really drawn to signs and wonders and they may not be that established on the word of God. Hello? Oh, this is good stuff. This needs to be spoken in the earth and you will find it's being, I don't know, I haven't heard it spoken anywhere, but you watch and see, okay? It will be spoken because we know what is being spoken. God is, God's mounting up for a great move. And the devil is mounting up for a great resistance. Now, Jesus said in verse 25, see, I have told you beforehand. Okay, now see, when you begin to hear that Jesus is showing up someplace, don't go, he said. Do not go over there. Do not do it. I've told you beforehand. It's a false Christ and a false prophet. Even if the signs and wonders are being done, it's to deceive. Oh my goodness. You know, y'all have known me for 30 years. I am not one of those. I'm not reactionary in my messages. I'm very consistent. Preaching Christ and him crucified. I don't go off on tangents and I don't, you know, chase wild cards. I'm here to tell you by the spirit of the Lord that we need to be watchful. And we need to make sure our friends are watchful. Verse 25, therefore, if they say to you, look, Jesus is in the desert. Well, don't go out or look, he is in an inner room. Do not believe it. Let me tell you how Jesus is going to come. He's not going to come to one of the church services. He's not going to come to a revival. Okay. Now he might, he might manifest in what we call a Christophany to an individual to send them to somewhere in order for them to be saved. That is something that, that, that can happen individually, but not, not to manifest. You know, he's, he's not going to come to some great revival somewhere. This is what Jesus said. He said, listen, if anybody tells you I'm showing up someplace, do not go. Because they're trying to deceive you. And even if signs and wonders are happening, don't believe it. He said, let me tell you how I'm going to come. Okay, verse 27. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. It, listen, if Jesus comes, bang, we all going to be gone. Okay, bang, whoo, that's it. You're not going to have time to drive out to the desert. You're not going to have time to go to some other city and stand in line waiting to get in so that you can see a sign and a wonder and Jesus might show up. Okay? Don't just, don't waste your time. He said, don't believe it. Well, oh, that's written in red. That's the good stuff. Okay? <laughs> oh, you see the kingdom, the Bible says, will not come with observation. Luke 17, 20 said that. But in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet of God, with a shout of the archangel, suddenly, is what Malachi said, suddenly the Lord will come to his temple. Okay? Boom. When, 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 when Jesus shows up, boom. Now, you don't have to be ugly. If somebody said, man, Jesus, did you hear Jesus showed up? No, he didn't. You don't have to be ugly about it. Okay? Just take him off the side and say, listen, you don't need to be believing that. Let me show you the scripture. See, he said, don't believe it. In 
well, let me cut to the chase for the sake of time this evening. Okay. Uh, three times in Matthew, three times in Mark, and three times in Luke, Jesus commanded people who were receiving miracles from him not to even tell anybody about it. Mark, the seventh chapter, verse 36, and he commanded them that they should tell no one. But the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. Isn't that interesting? Why? Because people love to talk about these things happening. Now, why didn't Jesus want others to hear about it? Why did Jesus not want people to put so much stock in the signs and wonders? You know, because it is possible, as we saw from King Nebuchadnezzar on Sunday, it is possible to be convinced and not be converted. Salvation does not happen in the minds of men. The mind is affected when you are saved, but salvation does not begin here. It doesn't happen here. It doesn't happen here with what you see. Salvation does not happen in your body. You can receive a miracle and still die and go to hell. That may seem strange, but God is good. But salvation does not happen because my body was affected by something that happened. Or because my intellect was affected. Salvation does not take place because I was in some spiritual moment or some spiritual experience. Salvation does not happen because someone saw an angel or because I saw an angel. Now, Jesus has a concern about this. You see, salvation only happens when a person believes and embraces the offer made by God through Jesus Christ to pardon their sin and save their soul on his terms. Jesus had a reasonable concern that signs and wonders might convince someone and might even conform them. But you can be convinced and conformed without being convicted and converted. Okay? I should have put that in red. You can be convinced and miracles convince people. Jesus said it all through his ministry. You wouldn't even be here if it wasn't that I fed your bellies or that I healed your bodies. He was concerned. Jesus was very concerned. He had a reasonable concern that people could be convinced and conformed without being convicted and converted. You might say, well, how, well Matthew, the seventh chapter, I'll, I'll read fast. Verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. He said, for, for uh, many will say in that day, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? And, and Lord, uh, you know, di didn't we cast out devils in your name? And Lord, uh, didn't we do many wonders in your name? And he'll say, <laughs> hey, look, 
I never knew you. Depart from me. You're practicing law. You're working iniquity. There's no conviction and no conversion taking place in your life. You've learned and you've appreciated, you've been a part of, and you've walked along, and you've conformed, and you look like you know, a, a believer, and you, and you sound like a believer, and you're doing things under a power that, that does not belong to me. And, and, and yet you think, but, but there's never been a conversion take place in your life. You are not born again, which comes by the offering of God to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We do not rejoice in signs and wonders. You remember in Luke, the 10th chapter? The Bible says in Luke, the 10th chapter, that Jesus gave basically 70 people. He gave them power over unclean spirits and to heal diseases and to cast out devils. And he sent them out two by two into every place in which he would come. And then they went out and they came back and they said, Woo, Jesus! Even the devils were subject unto us in your name. Whoa, my goodness. My, we, we were able to cast them out and we were able to heal and we were able to, oh my goodness, Woo, we were powerful. And Jesus said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And yes, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. However... Do not rejoice in this. Boy, how much more plain could you get from the words of Jesus? But rather rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Unless people are being saved, unless sinners are being converted, unless lives are being changed, unless people are being convicted by the Holy Spirit of sin and converted, then all of the convincing and conforming does nothing to save a person's soul. And I am for miracles and healing. I couldn't live without them. And I want to see more signs and wonders. And I want to see God manifest himself. And I know that I will, but I do not want to be deceived nor anyone that I would lead to miss out and to be involved in a great move of God and never be saved. Mark 16, these signs shall follow those who believe. Well, we'll stop. I can't get into that because we're that's where I was hoping to get. I told Pastor Ken today, driving back from Texarkana, oh, tonight I'm going to talk about in the name of Jesus. These signs are follow those who believe in my name. Oh, I didn't even get there, Daryl. In my, what does it mean to be in the name? You see, it's the word of God that we must favor above all things. We must know the word and live the word and be very conscious. The elder apostle John said, do not believe every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they be of God. Because many spirits have gone out into the world. Okay, but there is one Holy Spirit. And he guides us into truth according to the word of God. Okay, okay.